it. And I ask them certain questions to make sure that, you know, they're not just here for a paycheck. They're here because they want to grow with the company. They're here because they want to make a difference. Welcome to the Fixed Ops Roundtable podcast with Ted Ings, sponsored by BG Products. Be good to your customers with BG. Hello, everyone. I'm Gene Girdley, and I produce and direct the Fixed Ops Roundtable podcast and virtual events. The Fixed Ops Roundtable podcast is your source for automotive industry leaders, innovators, and top performers, providing you with the latest ideas, technology, customer trends, and performance improvement strategies. And now, here's Ted Ings. Well, welcome back to the Fixed Ops Roundtable, and we are honored to have with us today a gentleman who was our first keynote speaker way back a year and a half ago when we were in Los Angeles for our second event. I'd like to welcome Tom Rudney, who is the president of Temecula Valley Toyota. Tom, welcome back to the Fixed Ops Roundtable. Well, thanks for having me, Ted. It's uh, I can't believe it's been a year and a half. It seems like it's been a lot longer than that, but obviously we've been gone, going through some crazy times here in the last year. Yeah, who would have thought? In fact, I've heard it said many times that we probably, Tom, had maybe 10 or 15 years worth of change in our industry compressed into the last 12 months. It's, it's just been an unbelievable time, and it shows how resolute the dealers are uh, in our industry. Uh, that's for sure, Ted. I mean, you know, I think the one one industry that has blossomed during this time is the automotive industry. So uh, we're very fortunate to be in this industry. And, uh, you know, it, it continues to be extremely strong. And, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're just glad to be on this wave and we'll continue to ride it until we possibly can. Yeah, I love it. So for those of you who don't know, bring us up to speed. Tell us a little about who is Temecula Valley Toyota. Um, what is what is the what is the lay of the land there? And uh, give us a little bit of background on the organization, if you don't mind. Sure. Well, we uh, I partnered up with the Oramore Automotive Group, R.J. Romero. Uh, we purchased his dealership in July of 2014 after having a, a great 21-year stint uh, with the Penske organization, running Longo Toyota and Longo Lexus. Learned a lot from uh, from those guys, especially Greg Penske and. Uh, you know, very thankful to have that opportunity and, uh, and had a, obviously a very long, successful run with, uh, with a, a great group of individuals that, uh, that I still keep in touch with over there. Uh, but it was time to move on, and uh, this opportunity came about. It was, uh, it was uh, an underperforming dealership uh, that, we, uh, that we acquired again in July of 2014. And, uh, and fast forward to today, uh, we are now one of the Board of Governor dealerships, which is the top 60 volume stores in the United States out of the 1,232 Toyota dealerships. Uh, we've actually uh, won the uh, President's Cabinet for the last four consecutive years, which is you know, the top 12 out of the top 60 volume dealerships in, uh, in customer satisfaction. Uh, so we're extremely proud of that. We've won the President's Award every year and all the service parts and customer uh, relations uh, excellence awards as well. So, uh, you know, we, we try to do things the right way. And by winning all these awards, clearly it it uh, it says that we are doing things the right way. So we've got a great team. We've, we've you know, we're fortunate to uh, have had the opportunity to, you know, take the team that was here before and uh, and just coach them up. And we've had some people that we hired from outside, but primarily kept the people that was here before and, again, just created a culture and uh, better communication and 
uh, you know, dialed in our processes and, uh, and it's obviously worked out extremely well for us. Uh, last time we got together, one of the things you mentioned was the focus on enhancing the customer or the, rather the guest experience. And um, we talked about that in fixed operations. And you, you spoke to the group and we were live. We were able to be in one spot at that time. Um, yeah. you, you talked about the TV way, the uh, Temecula Valley way. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so, you know, it kind of stems back to the days that long ago we kind of created the, the Penske way there. So, and I was a big part of that. So we, we kind of made our own and called it the TV way, the Temecula Valley way. But, you know, I, I interviewed 140 uh, team, all 140 team members uh, prior to purchasing the dealership and, and asked those team members, you know, why are you not doing better? What do you need? You know, what are the things that are missing? And, and I wrote down about 32 pages of notes and, you know, I, I, I read them over probably four or five times and, and four things just kind of stuck out. And it, it was, you know, again, it just the, the focus on communication wasn't there. Um, they didn't really have any direction. They, they wanted to focus on improving the structure of the dealership. And then there's, you know, the team chemistry and, and just having, uh, you know, having a culture. So, you know, communication was, you know, pretty easy to fix. We started having weekly meetings with all the different departments and, uh, you know, we e emailed blast to our, not blast, but e emails uh, to, you know, all the individuals, just letting them know what was going on and just keeping in, you know, constant contact with all of our team members. But it was more face-to-face -face than it was anything else. Uh, so that was a communication part and, and meetings was a big part of that. Um, and then even email distribution lists, they didn't have that. So that, you know, that was a relatively easy fix. And then structure was, you know, basically, you know, improving the processes and really getting the feedback from the team members on, you know, how can we make your jobs better? And what are you hearing from the guests and how can we make their experience better? So, you know, that's something that quite frankly, we, we constantly look at and we constantly try to improve, you know, literally on a weekly or monthly basis. You know, you don't want to do it too often because you, you got to, got to keep it in place for a little while and if it doesn't work we go back to the way it was before but you know that was the structure part uh direction was literally just get having goals you know having daily weekly monthly annual goals and it you know by individual by department and, and as a dealership so you know just because i want to be a board of governors or a president's award winner or you know president's cabinet winner it doesn't really mean a lot if i'm just thinking i want to get that done but if i can get you know, all of our team members, which are now, you know, 232, um, to understand what our goals are and how we need to achieve them. It's a lot easier to achieve that with everybody on board and everybody buying into that. So, you know, that was the direction part is really having goals. And we sit down with each individual and talk about, you know, what their goals are and and how, how you know, we can help achieve those goals. And a lot of times it's, you know, basically for salespeople, it's, you know, how many, how many cars they're going to sell and how much gross, you know, they're going to make and how much money they're going to make. And, 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 but sitting down and taking a little deeper dive and just writing a number on a piece of paper. Uh, but we try to do that with all of our team members as well. And we tend to promote from within probably 90% of the time. Uh, once in a while, we're going to have to bring somebody from the outside in. But uh, again, promoting from within is a very important part of our our, our, our model here and it allows us to really retain all of our, our team members and, and, and have them have a, a much better attitude knowing they have an opportunity to, you know, move up with the company and, and they're a big part of the company. You know, what they say, what, what their feedback is, you know, we listen to them and we implement a lot of the things that they, uh, they let us know 
and improve their job and improve again the guest experience. And then finally, you know, the culture. Uh, we call it the TV way. It's kind of our, our DNA, our playbook. It's 20 topics. Uh, we talk about them Monday through Friday. Um, so it's each topic. So the first Monday of every month uh, is our mission statement. Um, and then, you know, every day there's a topic. And then on the back of our, we have name badges just with our names, no titles. And on the back is the TV way with the 20 topics. And then the managers have a booklet with the topics. And then each topic has about four or five bullet points. So we just, every, every department manager, when there's a shift change, all the team members that come in, we have, a, it's a quick two, three minute, you know, just kind of get together. Uh, we go over the, the TV way topic for the day. We'll go through the bullet points. And then if anybody has any feedback, uh, they give us feedback. And, we, and we've tweaked that TV way. We've tweaked some of the topics, uh, some of the bullet points to make it, you know, more relevant for today versus, you know, what it was back, you know, almost seven years ago when we purchased the dealership. So, you know, that never ending change, kind of that Kaizen, right? There's no best, there's only better. That That's part of our, our culture as well. So there's a various bunch of topics, but, and it's nothing that nobody's ever heard before. You know, all the team members, they've heard these things, you know, from their parents, from their teachers, you know, from their coaches, from their friends. So, but it, it just, we put it all together into, you know, again, kind of our culture. Let's talk a little bit about, and this is something that stuck with me from what you said. Uh, it starts with hiring the right person. And when you hire the right person, you can train that culture, the structure, direction, uh, and then that helps understand the value of every guest. How do you, how do you start by hiring the right person? What, what, what are some of the, what's some of the magic in that? Well, I think that the biggest magic in that, and I don't know if there's any magic per se, but I, you know, we have at least three, if not four, of our managers interview every prospective new hire and then I'm the and then I'm going to be the last person. So I interview 100% of the team members that we're looking at hiring. So if it gets to me that means the three or four interviews they had before, uh, those those managers obviously like them enough to where it gets to me. And I'll tell you I'm probably running about 60% approval rate. So I, I don't do 100%. So I I, I spent a good probably 30 to 45 minutes with each one of these prospective new hires. And, um, and I, you know, I listen to them a lot, but I also dive into, you know, our TV way, the culture and make sure that they're going to align with it. And I ask them certain questions to make sure that, you know, they're not just here for a paycheck. They're here because they want to grow with the company. They're here because they want to make a difference. And, you know, the bottom line, Ted is, every one of our team members is the company, right? So you, you go into any facility, whether it's a retail shop or a restaurant or a dry cleaners, that person you're dealing with is representing the company. So if they're friendly, outgoing, if they're pretty dialed in, you're gonna think that company is very well run and, and the chances are you're gonna go back and utilize that company again. But if you deal with somebody that doesn't necessarily acknowledge you right away or they're having a bad day, there's no eye contact, no smiling, they're not friendly, um, you're going to think that company's not run that well. And that could be one individual representing a company that, you know, has two or 300 employees. But again, perception's reality and that one person, you know, is, is the company. So that's why for me, it's so important to hire, you know, the right person that's going to fit in. Chemistry is extremely important too. I, you know, I played sports growing up. I have three boys that were athletes, so I was very involved in, you know, in their athletic, uh, you know, prowess during the years. And, you know, I saw a lot of sports 
analogies and, and a lot of what happened in sports, you can really bring to business, right? And that, that but team chemistry to me is, is one of the highlights because if you work with people you like and trust and you have a good positive atmosphere, you're going to get people that are going to be more productive. And that's really what we want, right? So little things that make the big difference today. So we can have, you know, really, you know, happy, engaged team members that are going to be, you know, they're going to be a little more productive because they literally enjoy coming to work and enjoy being the people they're around. They're going to give our guests, you know, the best experience possible. And if our guests have a good experience, there's no reason for them to go anywhere else. So we'll get that repeat and full business. And that's how we continue to grow, you know, year in, year out. They say in our industry, there's a growing importance on fixed operations. Um, how do you feel about that in terms of uh, the balance between variable and service and parts? Well, you know, we, we sell a car and uh, during that ownership cycle, they're going to come and service that car probably five or six, maybe even more times during that ownership. So while we sell a car today, you know, for the next probably three and a half, four and a half years during that ownership, we have an opportunity to, you know, to meet or hopefully exceed their ex experience and expectation, you know, with our fixed operations, whether it's a service or parts. So again, if they have a, a good experience and service, the chances are they're going to come back and service their car again. Now, if they have a bad experience in service, you know, they may go to another either Toyota dealership or they'll go to an independent shop. They may not come back here again if they have a good experience over there. So, you know, the chances are they may not come back to buy a car and they're not going to refer people to us. So, you know, we don't we don't really have, you know, we, we can't have a bad day. We can't have a have a guest have a bad experience because we, we have a chance of losing them, their friends, their family members and coworkers you know, forever. Tom, let's, let, of course, let, let's talk about the, the impact of COVID and what it's had on our business. Uh, many in the industry are, are saying that uh, they've adapted the customer experience uh, and they call, it's been called the new normal. Uh, do you think some of the changes that we've gone through are permanent? And um, what changes have you had to make? Uh, in well, terms of I, I, I hope it's a new normal because we're having record months after record months like everybody else in this industry. So, you know, we're again, we're, we're going to ride this wave as long as we can. I, I don't think it's the new normal. I think, uh, you know, at least the governor here in California is telling us they're going to open up uh, June 15th to a lot more capacity uh, when people go into indoor facilities. So, you know, that's a positive. I think masks are still going to be required. Um, we've had to make a lot of changes like everybody else, right? We had to make sure that, you know, our team members were comfortable coming to work, that um, that they were safe here at the dealership, and 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 clearly we had to make sure our guests were also comfortable and, and felt like uh, we were looking out for their their safety and their best interests as well. So you know we've done what all the other other dealerships did, right? We've we've got masks, uh, we have gloves for our, our service uh, uh, technicians, and and also our uh, our valets who you know take the cars and bring the cars back. We put you know, covers on the seats and the steering wheel. Uh, we actually keep all of our doors open 95% uh, of the time on this. We have a, a major downpour, so people don't have to touch the doors. Um, but we've done a lot of that, obviously, social distancing. We've got our showroom set up where uh, it's, ironically enough, it, it, it creates the social distancing. So we didn't really have to do anything there. 
we had the glass barriers. We, you know, we put things on the ground so everybody's six feet apart when they come to the receptionist and the parts department. Um, in the service department, we actually, again, we are a little bit ahead of the curve, but, uh, you know, not not on purpose, not knowing this pandemic was going to be here, but we've been utilizing tablets for many years. So we actually go out to the guest car instead of them coming in to see our service advisor. And we write up the guests on a tablet at their car. So that made that, you know, obviously we just kept that process going. So, um, you know, that made that whole social distancing uh, more comfortable for the guests not having to get out of their car. Uh, we stopped shuttle services and we haven't brought that back yet just because we didn't want to have, you know, people inside of cars. We, we, we've limited the seating in our, in our lounge areas throughout the whole dealership and we have quite a few. Uh, we've put many seats outside and tables. In fact, if a guest was not comfortable working a deal indoors, we would just work the deal outdoors. And then we've done a lot of things off-site, right? We, we've actually done a lot more deliveries at people's homes or offices. So we've done, I think, what most dealerships throughout the country have done. And your organization is growing. I see just over your shoulder behind you a beautiful new facility. Tell, yeah. us, what's, tell us what's coming to Temecula Valley. Yeah, we are fortunate enough to uh, to earn the uh, Lexus Open Point here in Temecula. Uh, Congratulations! So behind me is a rendering of uh, the new Temecula Valley Lexus dealership that's going to be opening in uh, in December of this year, actually. So it's uh, we're moving full steam ahead. We've gone through all the hurdles with the city and the county, and uh, and the fire and, and the water district. So. Uh, we are full bore ahead right now. We're we're under construction, uh, and it's it's moved along really well. We're there's a possibility we can open up in mid November, but uh, right now we're saying December. Hey, so very exciting times for uh, for our organization. Congratulations on that on the new Lexus Point, and the the store looks magnificent. So I'm, I'm yeah, sure it's, it's going to be a beautiful dealership. I know when Tom Rudney does something, he does it right. He does it all the way. And uh, it, it shows in your organization and your people and your processes and in the way that you get things done. So, Tom, I want to thank you on behalf of the Fixed Ops Roundtable for everything you do for the Fixed Ops community. And thank you for being here with us today. Well, Ted, uh, thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure. I'm honored for you to reach out and ask me to speak at uh, your events. Uh, you're a class act and, uh, and keep doing what you're doing. All right. Tom Rudney here, everybody, today here at the Fixed Ops Roundtable. Thank you very much, and have a great day. Thanks for joining us on the Fixed Ops Roundtable podcast with Ted Ings. Sponsored by BG Products. Help your customers be good for life with the Lifetime BG Protection Plan. If you'd like to be a guest on the podcast or any of our Fixed Ops Roundtable events, or if you'd like sponsorship information, reach out to Ted Ings at area code 212-763-0016. That's 212-763-0016. 212-763-0016. On behalf of Ted Ings and everyone at the Fixed Ops Roundtable, I'm Gene Girdley. Thanks for listening.